When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. As a species, we are attracted to hot. We are. We're attracted to, you know, like if, if, if there's a building on fire, a car on fire, we stop and we look. We, we like, we look rubberneck. We go, oh, wow, it's on fire. It's hot. We love ourselves a piping hot wood fired pizza right out of the oven and fascinated with those flames in there flickering. And, you know, we like hot women and hot men and hot coffee. So what's wrong with being attracted to things that are hot? Tom has something against you being attracted to hot. Yeah. I mean, okay. But not all hot. I mean, I just got back from Hawaii. Oh, 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 we got some hot. That's okay. Yeah. That was hot. And that was like fantastic hot. I mean, okay. Wait, wait, define, define Hawaii hot. I've never heard of Hawaii being hot. Well, okay. It was 80. Warmer than Seattle? I mean, that's hot. Then here where it's 45, yeah, that's hot, dude. And it never got cold. You go out at 11 o'clock at night, still be 77 degrees. Compared to Asheville at Christmas, it was (laughs) downright Saharan. Exactly. Well, and I like your opening to the show Saturday. When Tom does vacations, he does them right. Well, okay, there you go. Uh, so yeah, there are things it's okay to chase that are hot. That's good. I won't even get into the other things you mentioned because that will end the show very quickly. But one thing that's a bad thing to chase when it's hot is investments. Oh yeah. There you go. I see where you're going now. Yeah. I mean, Mm. just think, think through a year ago. What were the things people said that you got to get some of this because wait, let me guess. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah, I'm thinking more broad, like areas, oh, like things. Oh, like, like technology. It's state. Yeah, that's one. We'll get into that. Um, how about real estate, though? Everybody told real you estate was red hot. 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 You, got, yeah. you got to get into real estate. And uh, wow, that certainly hasn't been hot. And this real estate investment trust had a horrible year in 2022. Down, I think it's 20 odd percent. Uh, there was still, I know even a year ago, cryptocurrencies were were hot 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 because they're the new thing they're hot you got to be part of it and uh bitcoin at all lost i think more than 50 percent of their value in oh, 2022 no, no 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 a lot more than oh okay all right 50 well, percent of their value i'm being kind I mean, you're really being kind that yeah, they, okay. they they got walloped and then you mentioned technology now tesla lost 65 percent of its value Last year. This is why, by the way, over not only the hot thing, we do not advise, nor do we think you should ever own individual securities. They're just too risky. Tesla had been one of the best stocks, right? But let's just say you were like many people that I talked to at the end of last year who said, Tom, diversification's great. Really like it. I like the fact that I'm spread out all over the globe, but I really want to be that area that's been so doggone good, those fang stocks. I got to be part of that. You remember the Fang stocks? Sure you do. Facebook, 
Hmm. Yeah. Lost uh, 64% last year. Wait, Apple. N- Apple. That was so great and yeah. has to be so great. Even Warren Buffett says fantastic. Down 26% last year. How about Amazon? I mean, Amazon. This is one of the, truly one of the great companies of the 21st century, right? Down mm-hmm. 49% last year. Netflix, which has gone from being a provider to a distributor of its own products now and very popular still, even though their subscriptions not growing as much as they were down 51% last year. And then Google, or at least the company formerly known as Google, it's something else now, right? Alphabet, I believe. Yeah. So it's not, it's, it's not Fang anymore. It's fun. (laughs) Google. Or funna. Losing 39%. Now, all I did was take that loss of 229% divided by five, and you end up with an overall loss of 45.8%, 45.8% because you wanted to be in technology. Or if you want to hire somebody who's really smart about technology and really can see the future, her name's Kathy Wood. Uh, and you own the She's doubling down. uh, Exactly. You own the ARC Innovation Fund, which lost 67% last year. Yeah, but did did you hear she's doubling down on Tesla? She bought more shares this week. God bless her. I mean, if it was a great stock wherever it was, then it's got to be a much better stock at this price, right? So, I mean, (laughs) this is part of the issue of this recency bias you mentioned, Don, that people have a tendency to think what has been good will continue to be good. That's one thing. But they want to follow. We want to be part of that herd. And the herd was moving into, oh, by the way, a diversified portfolio last year. Diversified, not just the S&P. Are we talking about lost, just equities? Just equities. Just equities. The S&P 500 lost 18, but a diversified portfolio lost about 12, thanks to our friends, by the way, at IFA who provided that number. But 12% compared to 458 that's not even in the same universe. And yet you felt safe because those stocks had gone up so much because technology was so red hot because everybody was getting into it. And this is one of the big risks of investing. I see people felt safe. They think this is a good way to go. And boy, they are paying a price. And by the way, a couple of other things, thoughts around all this that I think you'll agree with. Number one, buying growth stocks after they've had huge runs has not been a good strategy. You can go back to, what was it, 2000? We did the same thing in technology, right? Value stocks beaten down. Maybe that's Tesla today. I don't know. Have done better between uh, better than growth stocks, which brings to mind the other part of this. Uh, you should have a balance between growth and value stocks at all times and not trying to pick which ones are which ones. You should have a diversified portfolio that has all of those in it. And here's the last one. Goes back to where we started with all this. Current market trends, current things that are hot or being discussed or whatever should have nothing to do with your portfolio. They may be great at a, at a cocktail party or something, but they should not be factor into how your portfolio should be designed because they end up being very costly, 45.8% or a little over 12%. You tell me, Don McDonald. Well, it's kind of obvious, isn't it? Is there is this a trick question? You got to read the fine print. I do have to read the fine print. You know, yeah. you, you worry me because I mean, I would take the lower there loss. You go. In I, this I, case, I, the smaller number is better. You're right. I'm a big fan of the smaller loss, just yeah. Yeah. for some yeah. strange reason. It turns uh, out that diversification worked. Small U.S. small cap value stocks, by the way, uh, only lost three and a half percent last year. Now it's interesting, even with the big loss that we've had 
in many markets this year. And, uh, the, the, uh, the overall loss, even in a well-diversified portfolio, it's interesting to look back five years, five years really isn't a great time frame, but I'm using it for a reason. Yeah. The average annual return on that 100% equity, well-diversified portfolio that IFA follows. Yep. Um, is, uh, has been 3.81 is the average annual return, which is very low compared to the, the, if you go back 50 years. Yeah. But just bear with me 3.81 to the positive for the last five years. And that is the calendar year ending at the end of 2022. Correct. Okay. Now, if you yep. look back to that same exact five year period. Yep. And look at the ARC Innovation Fund, which, by the way, in 2020, one of those years in that five-year period, returned 153%. Wow. In one year. Give what me would that. you guess its average annual return oh, wow. has been I'll for the say, past five years? I'll say like 18%. You'd be so wrong. Yeah? Yeah. You would have lost 3.5% per year. Annualized return for five years. Wow. A I mean, when you take in a 153% gain, yeah. that's a lot of gain. To, wow. Three and a half percent loss. So that's a, yeah. there's a lesson in that. There is truly. Is that, you know, you can, you, you, you would have got, if you, unless you timed the market perfectly, which nobody did, because you can look at the inflows and outflows from Kathy Wood's fund and see that the money poured in after the hundred hundred fifty percent year. As it that was when does. the money came in, yeah. mm-hmm. and and very few people left until after it had declined sixty seven percent last year. So you, if you got in there and you got in late and you lost a bunch of money and you, you your returns could be even worse. But the reality is, if you were a long term investor in a well diversified portfolio over five years, despite a bad two years in there, by the way, twenty twenty wasn't a great year. It made some money, but not made a lot. Made some money, yeah. but it wasn't mm-hmm. a great year. And That's 2022 true. has been ter- was terrible. You still would have made almost 4% per year on average. Yeah, which is still, as you point out, better than being, uh, and certainly the ups and downs. So, you know, going back to the, I would not own individual stocks. I would not chase returns and I would not buy the hand that has been hot unless it's Don McDonald at the, uh, the, the, the big table with the $5,000 ante, I wouldn't do it because uh, you're going to pay a big price for it. Oh, and one other interesting thing to note, when you calculate, when you go longer term on that 100% equity portfolio yeah. over the last 10 years, your average annual return would have been almost 8% per year, is, even with this bad year. This is, that's pretty close to the historic. We'd expect, you know, 9, 10%. I mean, if you made 10% a year on your money, that's, well, basically, well, nobody know makes that basically. Oh well, uh, uh, mm, mm, but uh-uh, investors, don't say nobody, I'm talking don't about. Don't say no investors <laughs> because if you go back to January first, two thousand three, and you invested in that hundred percent equity diversified portfolio, even with the decline in two thousand eight and the decline in twenty twenty two, your average annual return would have been over nine percent per there year. There you go. So pretty doggone good, and you didn't have to worry about uh, this kind well, of volatility. Either. you may have worried about it, but there wasn't a good yeah. reason for it. That's a good point. All right, got time for a couple questions here, my friend? 
Yeah, if they're easy. Oh, this one's so know, easy been, for you. You know, this, this has is, been quite the holiday period. I know. They better You're be easy. Really looking for an ease into um, 2023 for Don. I, I want all mind. of 23 to be easy. I just want a big honking easy button right here in the middle of my desk. And if something get, is complicated, I hit that and it becomes easy. I'm going to get a slice of easy delivered to you soon. Uh, this comes from Kevin in Boca Raton, Florida. He says, I'm 56, have $600,000 total combined between Roth and traditional IRAs. I'll continue to work for another few years and have a seven-figure net worth. Question, does it ever make sense to stop maxing out retirement and pour, put more into non-retirement ETFs? Uh, no, no. And, and it's kind of a trick question, but you have limits on how much you can put into your pre-tax or your Roth Which vehicles. have gone up, by the way. The IRA yeah. and Roth, you can put, well, at, at 56, you can put up seventy five hundred dollars into one of those and, and the 401ks 401K, are now 30 30, 30 grand when you're old yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're really old over the age of 50 i'm going to agree with you here that there, there's a no-brainer between either putting money into the roth or just a regular brokerage account that's easy yeah because think about it for a minute the roth will always grow tax-free the Can't regular brokerage account will have a tax liability someday. It definitely, if you ever take the money out, if you never take the money out, well, that's a whole other topic, but you're absolutely right. It gets a little more gray when you get to 56 and you have a substantial amount saved in a, what we would call traditional IRA or 401k, whether then it might make sense to shift more of that money to a brokerage account because Again, you're going to face the RMDs, which, by the way, at 56, your RMDs are not going to start for almost 20 years, 75 years old under Secure Act 2.0. That's a pretty good deal. So you're going to get another 20 years of growth. Think about the tax bill then. So you may be right even then, Don, because sort of diversifying out where your different pots of money are, if you will, will help from a tax standpoint, no doubt. Yeah. And so I would take definitely take the Roth over just the ETFs. Absolutely. Yeah. No brain, as long no as brain. I can contribute. Exactly. Elizabeth from uh, Sun... It, it's LN... Color, oh, pardon me. Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, Colorado. You're familiar My with the My hometown. There you go. Elizabeth writes, uh, I bought $10,000 in I-bonds in February and March 2022. Can I now buy more starting January 1, 2023, or do I have to wait 365 days after my last purchase? No, you go get those I-bonds. It's per calendar year, $10,000 per person per calendar year, plus possibly your tax refund. Oh, it's true. You can take whatever you get a refund from the IRS. Uh, so, wouldn't that be nice? And th today it's still paying over six, I think six and a half which is still pretty doggone. It's not that crazy 9.6 you were getting earlier, but still pretty wait good. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Tom. Yes. Is that still you? Is that is that you? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, I Did, did you say something going. nice about iBonds? <laughs> the U.S. government appreciates your support, Don, and wishes you yeah. to continue well, doing it. Uh, we're trying to help balance the budget. Buy more iBonds. We don't have a speaker, but we can they're keep buying war the bonds. They're not, not war bonds, bonds or anything. We don't have any of that to deal with, thank God. <laughs> Buy those darned iBonds. Okay, one last question. I oh, no, a third I'm, one? I know we're doing this because I love oh, the question. Love it. Right, this comes ahead. from Greg in Barnesville, Minnesota. Here's what Got he it. writes. Ready? 
Yeah, no, I'm ready. East it's cold there. Up, he says east of the Rockies on the wild card line. He didn't say that. He did. He wrote it right here. Art Bell. Art Bell fan, apparently. Art Bell. And, Art Bell fan. Oh, my gosh. I love gosh. it. Let me some Art Bell. Uh, he says, hi, guys. Huge fan. I have a taxable brokerage account with TD Ameritrade. As you know, TD was bought and will recent will shortly cease to exist. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work with a new company, so I plan on moving that money to a new Roth account, which I will create for this purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so TD is rolling into Charles Schwab. TD was purchased by Charles yeah. Schwab, TD Ameritrade. Um, so what did Schwab do to him? Does he say? I know, which I find odd because we've worked with Schwab for a minute. Now, sometimes people have weird things about a custodian, kind of like I have with Alaska Airlines right now, where you're just going to say, I'll never work with you again because X happened. And I got oh, my reasons. Tom had, he, he had some it. flight. He had some flight issues over the yeah, holidays. No, I'm and, and for no good reason, they are done. Absolutely, hundred percent. Put a stamp on it. We'll never. Well, thank fly them goodness. Again. Thank goodness. Delta's hubbing out of uh, Seattle now. Here. Yeah, they are. They're here in a big way. Uh, uh, Ed, Ed, hey, Ed, my buddy, Ed Bastion. You got a new customer. It was a roundabout <laughs> way, but congratulations. You got one. Trust me, you got a good one here. Uh, he also says, my question is, how exactly do I uh, do I make this transition transaction generate the least amount of tax? Because he's talking about moving money from a brokerage account to a Roth. What Did he say anything about what form the money currently takes at TD? Uh, a couple of single stocks and a mutual fund with a total value less than $4,000. Oh, this is a breeze. Okay, a go breeze. ahead. I mean, assuming you it's want to It's not a move. rollover. He says, is it a rollover? That's no, not no, a rollover. No, no, yep. it's not a ro- no. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. It's just, it's just, you're just transferred in kind. Yeah. And there's just no tax Go to the new custodian unless- and they bring the securities over in kind. So there's no taxable event. No. Um, but I still question why you'd want to leave Schwab. They're a pretty good company, but you can go to Fidelity or any of the other sure. discount brokerages. Here's the reason that I favor Schwab. The, yeah. Even if I was starting over again, I'd still favor them because I think they're a great supermarket where you can buy everybody and can basically buy everybody for nothing. Whereas if you go to Vanguard, for example, and you got to you say, I want to own that Fidelity fund, there's a chance that they're going to charge you to purchase that. Same thing at Vanguard holding well, a different wait, fund family. Hold on. If you buy Vanguard mutual funds through Schwab, you are going to pay a transaction fee. If you buy Vanguard ETFs, you will not. Right. But, but if that you buy could change, if, that could change. If you, you buy Fidelity know. ETFs through Vanguard, you you won't pay for those. You would just pay for the fund. Again, that could change. But it could Again, change. And that's why I like Anything Schwab because they take change. everybody. Yeah. Well, that's true. Anything could change. But uh, you're right. Uh, so, and by the way, I see no reason from this point forward, no advantage to buying mutual funds over exchange traded funds. You should just no, be using I don't ETFs. Either. It's really I think hard that- to see. I really think that it's time. Yep. They've proven themselves over decades now. And I do believe that it is time for the mutual fund industry to to throw in that proverbial towel and convert these things to ETFs. How long until the mutual fund industry is basically gone? Oh, oh, come on. I mean, there are still unit investment trusts from the <laughs> That's 20s. That's a good point. Good point. So, still somebody hanging yeah, on to I that mean, one from. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, Fair people, enough. People still read newspapers, oh, for heaven's sake. I just got mine sitting right there, which I'm going to take yeah, up after yeah. I throw wait away the holiday. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Good I have point. a question for you. I have a question. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay. When I read my Wall Street Journal this morning, uh, it was the Wednesday edition. That's when we recorded this. It was the Wednesday edition. F- fresh off the press. What's oh, the most recent oh, edition you have of the Wall Street Journal, Tom? I'm proving this by showing it to Don. This is the yeah. Wednesday 
printed a ver- vi- version that arrived in my Wait, mailbox. When? What time? Oh, sometime today. You actually got for the first time in like eons the Wednesday edition on <laughs> the Wednesday. Actual day. This is pretty exciting. Apparently, uh, Mr. McCarthy's having a bad day. It says uh, Exxon. Okay, and you Chevron. don't have to prove you have a newspaper. Right, this is so not. This is not proof oh, of life in a hostage is, thing. And here's the big. Here's the big news. <laughs> more like bosses. We, we kidnapped him. More bosses order staff back to office. Oh well, that would I'm be a, Tom if he had that opportunity. Like start lashing before you return. Too, too bad we were purchased by another firm and they have to. Temper Tom's otherwise no, that's draconian that's impulses. That's oh yeah, this from the the heedless contrarian Don McDonald. So we're okay there. I'm so. the one who said send them all home except the receptionist. Receptionist <laughs> should never work from home. I, I, yeah, I, I, as I say, I'm gonna as a as a high school soccer referee. I've applied to work from home during this next season. We'll see how it goes. So. Well, when they have those robots that run around the field. See in, that right there? Blow the whistle. You. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like, like did, did you see, have you seen, oh, this is a total tangent. Have you seen the new Knives Out movie? I have the, not. The Glass Onion? Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, make it a point to watch that okay, this week. Okay, good. I will. Uh, make it a point to watch it. There's a robot in there. You'll just see there's a robot. That was not what I said. I hope but I do. And by the way, I, b- before we good go. movie. Two mm-hmm. things. Number one, sign up for Retire Meet because it's coming up in, in, in either in person or online. Retiremeet.com. Mm-hmm. And keep calling me. I've had the great conversations with so many people the last week, Don, that you apparently told, well, Tom's not doing anything. I he's did. I said, on the, I said on the show so, in the podcast, I said, <laughs> Tom's not, he's just bored in Hawaii. Call him. And they were right. And I've had a lot of great conversations analyzing portfolios right now, helping people. So, Give me a call, 800-386-3004. Yeah, I actually do take calls. and Even I though it, he so. takes more vacations than I do, <laughs> he enjoys point. them about as much as I do. <laughs> Don't pass that around, okay, too uh-huh. much. So, All well, right. Anyway. Yeah, All right. So we we got to get out of Happy here. Happy to help. We got to get out of here. Okay. All right. Hey, thank you all for being a part of our little get-together called a podcast. We're glad you're there. We hope you will share this with friends and uh, visit us at TalkingRealMoney.com. If you really love what you hear, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts. If you don't like us, don't leave a review. <laughs> Have we been don't. getting a lot of bad reviews lately? No, but we okay. got a couple of people who I said know. we One were, you know. grumpy. Yeah, who said, mm. well, well oh, you guys, you don't understand market timing and mm. crypto and all that stuff. It's the modern stuff. Yes. Young people get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget how, about that. How, how are they getting it? Let's how is that, that working out for you? for you? Exactly. So sorry. All right. So we got to go. Thanks for being a part of this. I'm Don. That's Tom. We're talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.